You've tuned into Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that the messages provide an atmosphere for growth and grace in your relationship with Christ and an opportunity for you to gather together in community, whether online or in person. Now let's go into the message. Chapter and beginning at verse one, and it says this. Now faith, this version says, is the assurance. Some of you know the King James Version. You say the substance of things, but this says is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. I'm going to go back to that. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And in this first installment of this series, I want to talk from one word called insight. Insight. You can put it in, in the comment section wherever you are. Just put insight. Lord, give me insight or I need insight, however you want to put that. When it relates to the series about uh, faith flicks, um, all of us are connected in some way. Um, well, I would say most of us are connected in some way to some particular um, streaming platform of choice, whether that be Hulu or Peacock or Apple TV, Netflix, YouTube, all these different streaming platforms and options that we all have in some way. Most of us have it. Uh, those of you who are not just um, watching uh, cable or, or, or watching regular uh, TV, whatever that might be, all of us in some regard have some type of streaming platform. And when you look at the word streaming, which is something that, believe it or not, we were not familiar with just a few years ago, but now it is just a buzzword and it's something that all of us are acquainted with. Even now, when we say streaming our service live to you right now, we're not in person, but we're streaming it live to you. When you look at the word streaming, it means it is a method of transmitting or receiving data especially video and audio material, over a computer network as a steady, continuous flow, allowing playback to start while the rest of the data is still being received. It is a method of transmitting or receiving data. Computer network was as a steady, continuous flow. Many of us are streaming, having a continuous flow, receiving a method of transmitting, receiving data, streaming our favorite shows. Uh, we're streaming shows that we've heard about. Sometimes we're streaming shows that we missed. And oftentimes we are streaming them for hours upon hours upon hours, what we call binge watching. And there is nothing wrong. I'll tell you this. There's nothing wrong with streaming. I do it as well. I'm guilty of it as well. I have my shows that I watch. I have different things that I miss that I'll say I'll catch it later on. I might not see it streaming live, but I can connect to my streaming platform of choice and I can receive that data and have that continuous flow uh, that is coming to me, whatever it is, and I can play it back whenever I want to. But as we relate to this particular series and what I want to share with you today is this question. As it relates to streaming, I want to ask you, what is streaming to your soul. 
If you were asked yourself the question, I know what is streaming to our entertainment and to what it is that we like and what it is we feel that we need, but if you were to ask what is streaming to your soul, we have made it to, and uh, we made it through the first seven months of this year, and we have now heading into the last few months of this year. We're now in a month uh, called August, which I love the month of August. Um, not that I have any relation to it in birthdays or anything, but I love it because it represents uh, the month of new beginnings. Um, and it, it is a time in our calendar year that, that the number eight represents new beginning. But when it comes to what is streaming to your soul, do you have, uh, all of us have shows that we like, that we stream. But we have to ask ourselves while we're watching and we're relating to different things that are streaming, what is being transmitted to our souls? We all have different challenges. We all have different things that are going on and the world is changing literally before our eyes and there are different things that are happening in all different areas. So you name an area, I name an area, all of us got some area that we're being challenged in and some area that is pulling for our attention and pulling for our soul and pulling for our emotions and pulling for our, our focus. All of us are dealing with that. But, but the question is, but when we go through different challenges and when we go through different seasons and when we go through different chapters, what is it that we're holding on to? Where is the hope in the midst of things that are vying for our attention? When I think about the different streaming platforms that you have, I have, we have a multiplicitous um, amount of choices that we're able to look and we're able to, to be able to just click and find out, oh, I don't like that show, so I click another show. Oh, I like this show, I don't like this show. And what it is, oftentimes, they are categorized in different places, drama, uh, comedy, reality, whatever, that you can find your streaming of choice. But when it comes to your soul and when your soul needs help what category are we choosing from where are we clicking and what is it that we are looking for when life has taken a turn where do we run to and who do we turn to if we were going to use one of the R&B singers right now they would say who can I run to like what is it that you are running to when you need something to string the data to be downloaded to your soul and here it is in Hebrews the third chapter in verse 14 before we get to uh, chapter 11 it says this is going to be the foundation of where we launch from it says for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. We have become partakers. That word partakers is not something that you hear often. It is not something that you might have related to often, but the word partaker means those who participate together. Uh, those who participate are partners. Uh, partners meaning really those who have had in partnership a possession of salvation through Christ. We are partakers. We are partners with Christ. And it goes on and says, if we hold the beginning of our confidence, what is the beginning of our confidence? The, the first time we believed. When we believed in Christ, when we, we leaned in, for those of you who haven't given your life to Christ, I'll give you the opportunity to do that a little bit later. But for those of us who have who ascribed our faith, our, our, asked for our, our belief in Christ, uh, we are partakers, we are partners, we have possession of salvation through Christ alone, in Christ, through faith, but through Christ alone. It is the beginning of our confidence, which means it is the beginning of the place that we first believed. There was a song that I grew 
up when I was singing years ago as a child, and they would sing this song by Andre Crouch called Take Me Back. And it wasn't talking about to a place in time. It wasn't talking about a particular day, but it was talking about to the place and to that particular spot in my heart where I first believed before I got contaminated by anybody's thoughts, before I got contaminated by anybody's different religious experiences. Like take me back to that sincere place where I first believed. And it's very important in this scripture when he says, for we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold, if we hold the beginning of our confidence, this goes on because of what happens is some of us, not just you, but some of us, myself included, we start out loud. Like we are excited and we are talking about what we profess and, and what it is that we believe. But then over time, life happens and we start to drift and to fall away. And what we used to hold on to and what we used to be excited about, we're no longer excited about. But this scripture says, for those of you who are partakers with Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence, hold that thing steadfast to the end. To the end means when Jesus comes back. What he's saying is there's got to be something in you that starts to resonate within you again to be able to say, Lord, take me back to that place where it was just you. Take me back to that place that that I remember that it was you who saved me. It was you who redeemed me. It was you who lifted me. It was you who healed me. It was you who called me out of darkness and brought me into his marvelous light. It was you and you alone. Take me. I am a partaker with you. Before I am any title, I am your daughter. I am your son. I am your child. I am a joint heir with you. I have been seated in heavenly places with you. I am your child. Take me back to that place. Put in the comment section right now. I I want to go to that place, that place where nothing else matters but being with Jesus. Here's a songwriter a long time ago, Jonathan Butler wrote the song, Falling in Love with Jesus was the best thing that I ever had done to be able to get to the place where I lift my hands and remind myself that without God, I can do nothing. He says, hold on to that faith. Hold on to that thing. Hold on to the end. Someone put in the comment section right now, now hold on to the end in order for us to hold out, hallelujah, in order for us to hold out and to make sure that you have the right thing streaming to your soul and to our soul. We need, we have to have, we've got to have insight. We have to have insight in order for us to really walk this thing out. We have to have insight. What is insight, you might ask? Insight is the, cap the capacity to gain, hear this, an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or thing. Capacity or insight, rather, is the capacity to gain an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or a thing. And we need insight. Put that in the comments section right now or even say it to yourself. I need insight. I need insight. We go into this scripture today in this week one of Faith Flicks and we look in Hebrews 11 chapter and verse 1. We go back and it says, now faith. A lot of us say that all the time. We quote it. He says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, 
I have to have insight. What is the first thing I have to have insight for? I have to have insight for what is seen. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. I know it's talking about something futuristic, and we're going to get into that in a, bit, a, bit, uh, in a minute. He says, but now faith is the assurance. That is what is seen. That's what I have. Uh, we sing the song, Blessed Assurance. I have assurance. Faith to really answer the definition of what faith is to make it out of, to bring it out of deepness and to bring it out of ascribing it to Scripture because a lot of times when someone asks what exactly is faith, oftentimes we say, well, it is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. No, that is a Scripture. <laughs> what is faith? Faith is simply this. Faith is assurance. Faith is simply confidence. Faith is simply total dependency on God. Hallelujah. That's what faith is. Take it out of the, any other thing. I have complete assurance. I have confidence. I have total dependency. How do you see that? How, how is that having insight on what is seen? There is no way that you would be surviving the way you're surviving right now if you didn't have some type of assurance, if you didn't have some type of confidence, if you didn't have some type of total dependency. All of us right now, if you don't give God praise for any other thing in this season of your life right now, it's to say, I might not have a lot of other things. A lot of other things might not be coming together. A lot of other things might not seem to be working out. But what I do have is assurance. What I do have is confidence. What I do have is total dependency on God. I lean on God. What a fellowship. I lean on God. What a joy divine. I lean on God. I'm leaning on him. He has never shifted. The world changes. The world shifts. The world is confused. But I am never confused in who I have hope in. I I am never confused in who I have confidence in. Someone put in the comment section right now, I have confidence. That is the only reason that I'm able to do what it is that I do. That is the only reason that I have not sunk. That is the only reason that I have not given up. That is the only reason that I have not walked away. It's because I, what is seen is, I've got confidence. Call it, it's not arrogance. It is complete confidence in God. I cannot die here. I cannot part here. I cannot stay here. I will not give up here because I have confidence in who saved me. I have confidence in who redeemed me. I have confidence in who delivered me. My, that is what faith is. Confidence. It is assurance. I am assured. I have total competency in God. I relate to him and to him only. I have complete total dependency on God. I pledge allegiance to God. Hallelujah. I give him my life. I give him my heart. I give him my soul. I depend on God. Someone put in the comment section, I depend on on him that's what is seen if you get confused about anything that they seem to walk with their head up high they must think so much of themselves no I don't think so much of myself I think so much of God hallelujah I think so much of him that he has done so much and been so much and shown me so much that I have that now I have that now assurance is the things the evidence of things hoped for now confidence is the evidence of things hoped for now total dependence is the evidence of things hopeful. Now put that in there. Now, now change that and put faith. Now you know what faith is. It is complete assurance. I got insight about that thing. Hallelujah. I got insight on what is seen. 
Secondly, I have insight on what's not seen. I have insight on what is seen. And then I, I need insight as it relates to this faith flicks. I've got to have insight. Uh, and, and hear me, when we're talking about insight, it's to be able to see a thing accurately. I see this accurately, <laughs> that no matter what I need and what's going on in this season of life, what I do need, I've got to have confidence. I, I've, I've got to have assurance, and you've got to have confidence and assurance because if you don't have it, and you can't hold on to that thing and it's just a profession or it's just an excitement or it's just uh, a dance or it's just some uh, open uh, adulation of some kind of expression of joy and it's not rooted in confidence and rooted in assurance, you will drift away and fall away. But to be able to say the insight that I have, what I'm sure of is that I know what you see is I've got confidence and what is not seen, it goes on and says, it is the conviction of things not seen. I have insight in that. I accurately believe in what I don't see. <laughs> Isn't that confusing? That I accurately believe I can see. I, 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 I believe in what I don't see. <laughs> what does that mean? It is a conviction of things not seen. Faith is the conviction of things not seen. What does that mean? It is the promise. I believe that there's something greater. I believe that there is something more than what I see. I believe that, that there are things that are beyond what I see right now. Even to give you more context on that, we, we believe that eternal life is promised to us. But I don't get eternal life until I pass from this life. But I believe that I will have eternal life. <laughs> we are told uh, that there will be a great resurrection but we won't experience the resurrection until Jesus comes back. We, we are told that we, will, we have been declared justified, hallelujah, like just as if we never did that before. I've talked to you about that. Just as if I never did anything. That's what justification is, just as if I never did anything. That's what I've been declared justified, yet still struggle with sin. Uh, we hear uh, and we know that we are blessed. Blessed is not just the state of what I see. Blessed is the state of, of what he has declared over my life, that I'm blessed. Yet, meanwhile, we are overcome with all different types of things going on at the same time. Where you're blessed and dealing with things all at the same time. We are promised the abundance of things that are good, but we are still in a situation of enduring hunger. It's, it's, uh, but it, we, are, we also uh, are, are promised that God will be our help. But there are also times that it seems like he doesn't respond to our cries. <laughs> so it's a dichotomy of two things. That I know he is my help, even if he's not helping me right now in this. <laughs> I know that there are good things that are coming, even if what I'm in does not feel good. I know that I am blessed, even if what, I've in, what I'm in right now feels less than blessed-like. It is the it is a insight of a revelation of a spiritual thing that's going on, even when I know I'm in a natural situation. <laughs> 
<laughs> that I will not govern my life based on just all the things that I see, but my faith lifts me beyond what I see into a realm of what I don't see. And I want to tell you this, those of you who are streaming and watching right now, getting this data and this download streaming to your soul right now, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, friends, everybody, I'm telling you what we need more than anything is to be able to have insight beyond where you are currently, to have insight insight that lifts you beyond where you are right now. It is that evidence. And it goes on and says this. It says, for by this, the people of old received their condemnation, condemnation, uh, commendation, excuse me, not condemnation, but commendation. It, they, they, they received, in other words, they received a good report. What does that mean? The older or the elders. What it means is they didn't see what you see. Uh, they don't even see, they didn't even see what it's going to be, but they died still believing. Many of them often endured more than what we deal with today, arguably, uh, but yet they kept holding on. I'm telling you, my brothers, I'm telling you, sisters, I'm telling you, though, who are watching right now, we need a good hold on in our soul. We, we need a good hold on to rise back up in us. I'm telling you more than anything, there are many of us who are falling away. I'm not talking about church attendance, no. I'm not talking about uh, you uh, not volunteering, no. I'm not talking about give. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about there is a a depletion of, uh, or a lack of a good grip down in our souls that is missing right now that God is calling for and God is asking for again that you get that steadfastness down inside of you again that, that once again you, you stand still and see the salvation of the Lord that you recall back to your remembrance that you call back to your mind he says by this steadfastness by this type of insight the elders they, they maintained a good report the, all of them died. All of them went through. All of them went through all different types of tri, uh, trauma and uh, uh, experiences that they couldn't. Before we had buzzwords like we have today, they had experienced more than we could ever possibly imagine. I'm not just talking about the 60s and the 50s. I'm talking about when people were martyrs for Christ and, and they were hung and they were on Nero's chopping block and their, their skin was being removed from their body and they were they were being lit so that, the, that, the, that those who were pagans could be able to see see that people who were believers were literally on fire for what they believed. I'm talking about people. I'm not talking about what we feel is hard times. And I'm not saying that what you're going through is not hard. And I'm not saying what you're trying to push through do family dynamics and mental places are not hard. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying our elders, these people who went on that we call the fathers of our faith or the mothers of our faith or different people that you might have not ever met and just heard of them. I'm telling you, they died believing. They they died with a good hold on inside of them. I'm not talking about drum tracks and praise breaks and organs and, and key changes. I'm talking about down in their soul was a good hold on. Someone put in the comment section, say, I got a good hold on. If I were looking at the song, the song writer in the hymn book, he would say, hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. They would say, build your hope on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. I want someone to put in the comments 
this section, I got a good hold on. If you need anything in this time, don't take my word for it. I'm telling you what I know for myself. I want you to recall through your own life that if you didn't have a good hold on down inside of you, there is no way that you would be in your right mind. But the only reason that you are able to receive this word today is because you learned how to hold on. And if you haven't learned how to hold on, lift your hands wherever you are and say, Lord, teach me to hold on. Teach me to trust you. Teach me to hold on. Hallelujah. That's the first insight. We got to have insight on what is seen, insight on what's not seen. And finally, we have to have insight. Hear this. Don't miss it. This is, this is really important. Insight on what to say about what's not seen. <laughs> insight on what to say about what's not seen. Last verse. He says, by faith we understand, by assurance, by, by confidence, by total dependency on God, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. <laughs> we understand that the world, uh, that the universe was created by the word of God. The world was created. The King James Version and other versions say that the world was framed. If I had a picture frame up in front of you right now, it would, it, you would see the visual impact of what it means to frame. But if you look around your room or look around your house right now, you'll see different frames with different imagery and pictures or whatever in it. There had to be a frame that was made for the picture that is, hold, that, that is in your house, whatever. There was a frame that was made. This is the part specifically designed for that picture. <laughs> Glory, your life has been, is fitted in the frame of which God has designed for you. You're not out of frame. I was talking to our, um, so grateful for um, the gathering places allowed me to be able to record this today. But before I started recording, he told me, he said, if you go too far um, to this area, he said, you're going to be out of the frame. I want to tell some of you right now, you feel like you're out of the frame of God. No, you're not. Your life has been fitly framed that he knows exactly where you need to be, how you need to be, where he, you're not out of frame. You haven't gone, you have not gotten too far out of God's love. It's not possible. How I know this scripture says, what can separate me from the frame of God? What can separate me from the love of God? Nothing. You are in his frame. Even when you feel like you're off, you are in the frame of God. Someone put in the comment section, I'm in the frame. I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the picture. <laughs> I'm in the picture and God has me on his mind. The world, we by faith, by confidence, we understand that the universe, the world was framed, created by the word of God. Hear this word. The word was not just the written word that we, that I'm preaching right now or just what we read. This word was the spoken word, which is what we call the rhema word. There was a difference in what we know as the logos word, which is the written word. And this is the rhema word, the word of God, what was spoken. What we do know that God spoke in past tense to prophets before us. But now he speaks to his son. He spoke something. He spoke something. 
And as, as faith is being streamed to your soul today, as, as faith is reaching you today, I want to ask you, uh, what are you speaking? What is coming out of your mouth? Hebrews, the first chapter, verse 1 through 2 says this, long ago, um, King James Version says, God in sundry times. It sounds like a great poet, like, like Shakespeare, God in sundry times. But here in this particular English Standard Version says, long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. My question to you today as we have insight for what we say about what's not seen is this. Who's speaking to you? When I look at the streaming platforms and things, what we're watching, whatever it is, is speaking a message to us. Whether that's a good message, whether it's a conflicting message, whether it's a document, it's, it's a, there's a message hidden in everything you stream. Everything. I'm not saying it's diabolical. I'm not saying it's evil. I'm just saying there's a message. Everybody who scripts a show has an intended message and outcome for every person who streams the show. But if you're going to stream for this, for your soul, not for your entertainment, the, the script writer, the producer, what is being spoken to you right now? And who are you allowing to speak? Because listen to this. Whoever is speaking to you controls what is streaming to you. Whoever is speaking to you controls what is streaming to you. God created the world, framed the entire world through his word. Jesus framed your new life through his sacrifice and the words to us. And I want to ask, do you have the insight to ask and to check, hear this, your network streaming connection to see, is faith streaming to your soul? Say it one more time. Do you have the insight and the courage to ask yourself to check whatever network connection streaming connection you have to ask is faith streaming to my soul I know you got a lot going on I know a lot of different things are happening even with us as a church family we're all in transition it's the whole body you know this it reminds me of the scripture it says the whole body is groaning well, all of us are experiencing some type of level or whatever it is we're experiencing but you know how when you watch something and, and it, it starts to um um if you watch something, it's like the buffering. It starts to glitch for a minute. And you be like, oh, let's get this buffering together. What's going on? Sometimes storms going on. It's raining or whatever. It is causing there to be a buffering. And it's messing with the, the connection. The connection from God is set. Don't allow storms and distractions and different variables of all kind to mess up your connection so that the faith that you need for the journey ahead of you can get your soul. I need insight. I've got to have insight for, for what is seen. It's this assurance that I have for what is not seen, the, the hope that I have and what's to come, that this is, this, this is not the end of a thing. 
It could be the beginning of something better. It's not, it's not over yet. That we're out of July, now moving into a new month. What, what does that look like? And that I need insight on what to say about what I don't see. Because a lot of times, many here it says, by faith, the worlds were framed. He didn't see. He, he had to be able to speak what he saw through faith. The worlds were not created until he spoke it. What is it that can be created when you start to speak by faith? Oh, you think, oh, I don't have the power to do that. Oh, no, we create stuff all the time. <laughs> A lot of us, before we start our day, we already started out creating with our words. What would happen if we shifted our words and start to speak the words by faith? to create a better environment, create a better situation as we go throughout this world. I want to pray for every single person that is watching today. I want to pray for everybody right now as you're not distracted, you're just receiving this streaming to your soul. Let's pray. I, I want just close your eyes for a moment. Check your network connection. Make sure that there's nothing that's keeping you from hearing directly from heaven. Now, when you repeat after me and just I say, Lord, <laughs> Feed my soul. <laughs> feed my soul. Come on, say that. Lord, feed my soul. My soul is hungry. My, my soul is desperate. My soul is depleted. Feed my soul. Not just feed it with answers. Not, with, not just feed it with healing. Not just feed it with miracles. Feed it with faith. Give me, give me faith faith to believe again. Give me the food of assurance. Give me the food of confidence. Give me the food of conviction that there's something I don't see. Something I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it right now through my own eyes, but give me the insight to see beyond what I see naturally so that I can see spiritually. Feed my soul. <laughs> Feed my soul. My soul is thirsting. My soul is hungry for you again. I thank you for feeding. I thank you for the bread of heaven. I thank you for the bread of life. Feed me till I won't no more. Hallelujah. Feed me till I won't no more. I glorify you and honor you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I want to challenge you this week, this week, wherever you go, whatever you do, go back read that. I'm going to be in Hebrews 11 for a minute. But as we're in Hebrews 11 for a minute, I want to challenge you. Go back through that and ask yourself, have I just been quoting that scripture? Or do I really have the insight that I need to carry this thing out and walk this thing out? Because if you need anything, if we need anything in this season, it's conviction and assurance and total dependency on God. I can't wait to see you next week. Can't wait to connect for week two of this series, Faith Flicks. God bless you. I'll see you again next week. Thank you for your prayers and generous support that grant us the opportunity to do ministry. Now, this connection doesn't have to end here. Visit our website, engage with our social platforms, comment, review, screenshot, and share your growth with others. And until next time, keep growing.